Welcome to the Self-Love Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Rosenberg. I am the author of The Human Magnet Syndrome, The Codependent Narcissist Trap, and the creator of the Codependency Cure and Hitch Trauma Resolution Treatment Programs. If you identify with codependency, which I renamed the Self-Love Deficit Disorder, or you're caught in the crosshairs of narcissistic abuse or gaslighting, you've come to the right place. Expect the very best information that I know, whether from my own personal journey of recovery or through my 35 years of professional experience. What separates my work from others is my understanding of the origin of the problem, the solutions, and the necessity to take responsibility for one's broken picker that always points them to the dream of the soulmate, but the nightmare of the cellmate. So join my self-love recovery community and set your sights on the cure, self-love abundance. Today I'm going to talk about how codependency or self-love deficit disorder is actually a problem that can hurt people. Now, let me be really clear. I spent my whole career working with SLDs or codependents on healing the trauma that has um, compelled them to pursue narcissistic partners who perpetually and uh, reflexively hurt them. So whenever I give constructive information um, about codependency or or self-love deficit disorder, it's not to make the codependent or the SLD feel bad. And that's probably the big difference between my work and that work of others is um, the sum total of my writings, my videos, my book is about taking responsibility for our part of the problem. Yes, codependents are victims and are hurt really badly. And we can trace that victimization all the way back to their childhood. And that's often where um, I spend most of my time working uh, with my clients in therapy. But a turning point in codependency or SLDD recovery is when the codependent takes responsibility for their disorder and how it hurt them and prevented them from ever loving themselves and how it prevented them from protecting their loved ones. Because part of the denial systems that keep SLDD alive um, is the belief that we are victims, we can't control others, they control us, and the best we can do is survive. And that dysfunctional, um, distorted um, thought process or cognitive distortions um, perpetuate the problem itself. When you read the human magnet syndrome or my material on the codependency cure, you're introduced to the fact that you are a partner to the problem. You are one of the dancers to this dysfunctional dance. Um, And um, you've probably read or heard or seen um, some of my uh, material which says that codependent SLD parents actually harm their children. It's important for me to emphasize that without accepting that fact, that the disorder itself, the SLDD disorder disorder itself, um, is harmful not only to yourself, but to others, you can never really recover. And I see this um, throughout my practice. When I first start working with my SLD clients, they vehemently defend their parent who was the SLD, the codependent, while um, painting the narcissist in a very dark and negative light. Um, 
there comes a point where I push them to see or recognize and eventually understand that the parent, the SLD parent, was neglectful um, um, to their parenting, parental responsibilities because no one else could have protected them from their narcissistic parent's harm. It's a tough pill to swallow to finally accept that mom or dad, whoever the SLD parent was, was the, um, com the co-conspirator, was complicitous, was, um, was re responsible in, um, to the fact that they were hurt really bad as a child. Often um, my SLD clients will talk about, well, my mom didn't have any money. Um, it was the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. Um, and there are real reasons, real reasons, bona fide reasons why SLD um, partners, wives or husbands cannot leave the children and have a difficulty in protecting them. Those are all bona fide and acceptable reasons. But what I help my clients search for is, a, is what could have been done if that codependent parent sought help um, and actively tried to protect the children. What we almost always find out is the parent, the, the good parent, the, the SLD parent, had self-love deficit disorder. They were terrified of being alone. They had all the same characteristics that my clients have, terrified of being alone, tons of shame, pathological loneliness. Um, they um, had um, inherent deficits in feelings of efficacy, personal power, um, their lack of self-esteem and their uh, relationships with mostly narcissistic people kept them locked into um, this weak victim role. But they could have changed. If I can't get my client, my SLD client, to understand that their parent could have changed, could have stood up for them, could have protected them, could have called the police, could have set boundaries, could have threatened a divorce, could have done hundreds of things, um, if I can't get them to see that, there's no way that I can get them to see the same in their own lives. As long as I protect them and justify their lack of protection, they're going to do the same. So it looks something like this. Um, my mom did the best I could, excuse me, my mom did the best she could, or my dad, um, and she had no choices, and... Um, I uh, f forgive her completely. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you start to discover through the therapy process that uh, um, I do and other psychotherapists do, that our codependency or our, our SLDD um, actually made us believe we had little choices, made us believe we were trapped, made us believe we had no power or control made us uh, fall victim to the bullying, the manipulation, the mind control. When we understand that that disorder um, actually was the, per the psychological perpetrator um, in keeping us in a victim role, um, then we know the problem that has to be resolved. So what would have happened if their parent did what they're doing in, my, in our therapy. Their lives would have been different. They would have experienced self-love. They would have experienced 
a form of existential peace and, 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 and unconditional love and regard for themselves. Everything would have been changed. It is crucial for any SLD looking at this video. I am not trying to turn you against your SLD parent. I am not. I don't even wish that you're mad and angry. Um, you may want to be because, you know, um, when you're in denial all these years, um, it's important for you to like feel the feelings that come up, whether they're anger, mad, sad, whatever they are, and then decide to let them go. What I am suggesting is that you be honest to yourself, that if you have self-love deficit disorder, you were really hurt as a child. You were a victim of attachment trauma. During the most crucial times of child development, you did not feel safe to be yourself. Your parent, one parent, was a pathological narcissist and harmed you um, horribly. And there's all different forms of how that harm looks. But your other parent, the SLD, the codependent, did not protect you. And she or he did not protect you because one is they didn't know how, two is they didn't have enough self-esteem, self-love, or enough caring for themselves to do it. Or the next reason, the most important reason, is they were too afraid to stand up for themselves to protect their children. So in the absence of protecting their children, they just gave them this unconditional love, um, which of course is good, but the children still lived in a horrible, dis horribly dysfunctional, unsafe environment. So in conclusion, if you want to solve your self-love deficit disorder, you want codependency eradicated in your life, um, you know that you have to look inside and you have to understand the roots of it because you've seen most of my other videos. But you have to accurately understand what your parents did to you. You have to not sugarcoat it. You have to intellectually, factually, logically understand that you both parents had choices and they chose to do or parent their children in a certain way. I've taught many a client SLDD recovery is a choice and when you pursue it, everything changes and not only does it change for you, but it changes for your children, regardless of their age, whether they're two years old or they're 25 or 45. I cannot tell you how many of my SLD clients who are in their 50s or 60s have, um, through their own recovery and their own healing, um, they have become a role model to their other children who are SLDs, because we know SLDD goes from generation to generation, and that, and that child finally, because of their role model, mother or father, um, decided to get into therapy and follow in their footsteps. So it's never too late. It's never too late. So with that, I'd like to conclude by saying this is a hard pill to swallow. One is codependency is your fault. Two is you're also a victim. And if you can't wrap your arms around that, maybe you are protecting not only yourself, but 
your parents. So take a look at what happened to you as a child, what ha what's happening to you as your children, and this is how we can solve the problem and stop the next, the, stop the transmission of this dysfunctional pattern into the next generation. Because you can do it. Self-love is absolutely possible. You can heal, you can right the wrongs, and you can start over. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Building a self-love recovery community means the world to me. Spread the word. Let people know what we're talking about. And until we meet next, I'd like to leave you my favorite of all sayings by George Eliot. It's never too late to be what you might have been. Don't forget that. Our future is in our hands, despite what anyone has told you before. You can be the self-love abundant person you've always dreamt of. It's your birthright.